Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what is your subject matter this week, dude? Ryan, on this week's show, I have got a Tyler Top 5 Con Artist Edition, and we're going to discover all the hilarious ways we can talk about Eve's fuck-up. What about you, Ryan? Adam and Eve, Ryan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Dr. Dre's protege. <laughs> this week, we do movies versus video games, who makes the most money, and Sage. Not just for kooky weirdos anymore, but as always, we are men of the people. I saw a guy at my gym with an ankle monitor, Tyler, with an ankle monitor. I, I, we kind of were staring at each other for a moment and you know, we do the normal tough guy thing and my eye and my eyes worked my way down, saw that ankle monitor and never looked at him again, Tyler. Yeah. I, I was going to wonder when you said you were looking at each other, was he looking at you while you were looking at his ankle? I actually felt formidable in this back and forth until my eyes made my way down there and I immediately bailed ship. There is something very tough about an ankle monitor. I mean, he could be in jail for, uh, you know, embezzlement and I still don't want none of those problems. Yeah. Yeah. No, because that's the thing is it could be embezzlement, but he also could have axe murdered his neighbor. Sure. You know, you never know what's going on behind the ankle bracelet. I told you. Now, that is a VH1 storyteller <laughs> that I would absolutely watch. I told you one time about being in my yoga class, and there was a lady there with an ankle monitor on, and then at the end, I told you it wasn't an ankle monitor. I was just kind of bullshitting. <laughs> okay. Which made for a weird episode, if I could be totally honest. Do you <laughs> remember what episode that was? I, I, it may have been before we ever even put it uh, onto, onto Apple. Smart. So... This one was totally true, though. And my question is, what are the parameters? I'm sure they're different for each offendee. But what are the parameters of what you're allowed to do while wearing an ankle monitor? I thought that was supposed to keep you at home. Yeah, I, I would assume that there are different kinds of ranges people are allowed to go. Like, sure, uh, it makes sense. If Ant-Man taught me anything, that guy had to stay in his house the entire time. Yeah, there are some people, I'm sure, that are relegated to their house. And there are other people that are not allowed to leave, like, the city. Well, you know, I actually remember listening to one of the true crime episodes of something. A lot of people, you think that those ankle monitors, if you go off your property or going to a restricted area, you think it's setting off an alarm somewhere, but it actually is not. It is just a way for them to go. Nobody's watching those. Mm. It's a way for them to go back and check on you. Gotcha. But it is not like one of those electrical dog collars, which I think maybe we should look into. I'm just saying, well, I think we might have a better... A time of it. We have the we have the technology. We have the technology. We're just wasting it. We can make them better. Now I love this, Tyler. I love this because that's almost a hot take. I think if you were to say to the average Joe, nobody on the street corner, hey, I think that we should give people who have been convicted of crimes <laughs> dog collars that shock them. 
I think that they may consider that a hot take. What do you think about that? I think there are certain people that would consider that a hot take. And I think that there are other people out there that would be like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's also put one of them reverse lampshades on their neck just to embarrass them and take their balls. So they can't nibble it. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps chewing at his scar and I think he's going to open it up. Now, I'm glad that we did that because it's a perfect segue into where I want to take this. I have a hot take. I have a hot take that this person made me think of while being in the gym, seeing this man who wasn't particularly scary until I saw his ankle monitor. What mm. do you think about that? Yeah, I agree with you. It's, okay. it's scary once you once you see that particular, if I may steal this word from you, accoutrement. Accoutrement. Uh, and that's a terrifying one. Okay, now tell me if you were willing to follow this down, because you and I, we're living in a time where we're in cancel culture. You know, people can bring their dogs into the supermarket and it shits on the floor. Nobody can say anything because you're worried about getting canceled at Publix. I think that you and I need to be the, the face of putting ourselves out there. You ready for a hot take? I'm going to give you a hot take, Tyler. Ryan, finally, finally, this is what I've been wanting from you. All right, here it comes. Are you ready? Protect, a little nervous. <laughs> protect your eyebrows. Go for it. Here it goes. People who have been convicted of crimes should not be allowed to work out. What do you think about that, Tyler? It's, it's for all our protection. That's my hot take. <laughs> you hear that? Is that a furnace? I'm melting your testicles, Tyler, with my mm. flamethrower take. I don't believe that they should be allowed to work out. Get stronger. I don't think they should be allowed to do push-ups. I understand that we want to make them suffer, but at some point, they're going to get out of that jail, and we will be the ones who are suffering. <laughs> just just so I'm clear, you just, how do, I, I want to know, how do we regulate the no push-up thing? Do we just, somebody run up to them and kick their arms out from under All them? I see is <laughs> Nicolas Cage and Con Air doing those upside-down push-ups and, he wants you to put that bunny back in the box. I'm putting the bunny back in the and, box. And I'm just saying, I don't think that that's fair. And I'm glad you, you asked a reasonable question. What about this? Uh, would the defendant please rise? You have been sentenced to five years of Netflix, Uber Eats, and World of Warcraft. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. What is going on, everybody, and welcome to the show. Tyler, how are you doing this week, brother? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you doing? I am doing great. We are in the middle of uh, a very unorthodox week, but already sitting in this room. I feel myself bouncing back. I'm happy to be in here with you, brother. Let's get right into it. Tyler, last week, um, and, and this is something that I think happens every week, and, and, and I'm not just talking about the show being about the show, because that is also something that happens every week. You and I are more interested in ourselves than anyone else. What's up with that? That's why we started this podcast in the first place, right? Somebody please listen to us. <laughs> but last week, something else that we're constantly in the middle of is I tried to make a joke. It didn't totally go well. And I don't know that I, yeah, I'll say it. I probably should apologize for it. I heard back about it <laughs> and I probably should stick my neck out and be do the right thing. You want to genuflect in front of the audience. No, it, it's not that. It's just, it's so hard to, you know what? We come in here and even right now, we get caught up in flying and back and forth and everything is moving so fast that 
sometimes I say stuff that's not even really how I feel. I, I always throw the, the label of satire on it, but sometimes we just are jerks and we say something that could hurt somebody's feelings. Sure. And and a lot of times we're just saying something to go for the joke. Yes. Yeah. And, and we don't truly mean it. And yeah. you, you and I usually uh, we we react that way with each other, but it's not always that way for other people. I got to know what happened. <sighs> Last week, I I went for one of my low-hanging fruit jokes. I went for one of my low-fruit-hanging jokes. Am I saying that right? I Last week, I went for one of my low-hanging fruit jokes, mm-hmm. and I always go to this place, but apparently this one was a little bit over the line. Tell me what you think. So we got a chance to design a brick. Now, here's the problem. Everything that we do with this show is... Um, wacky. Is extremely wacky. Mm-hmm. We slip in some things that truly mean something here and there. Yeah, we do. But it is deeply camouflaged. Deeply, deeply camouflaged. Like when I used to play hide the teacup with our uncle. Okay, now, obviously... <laughs> now, listen... It could not have been a better line for somebody to get upset about. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) Now, obviously, I'm just going for the joke there. There was never anything that happened between me and my uncle, any of them. And what about your youth leader, Garrett? Well, that leads me to my point here, Tyler. Mm -hmm. I would like to directly apologize to my youth leader, Garrett, I promise you that nothing was going on. I was just joking around. And Tyler will back me up. Hack, Kevin, uh, Lewis, none of them ever, you, you know. They didn't diddle? They, they never diddled me this, Tyler. <laughs> it, Garrett, I was just joking around, and hopefully we can, we can put that behind us. With our behind. Do you understand what I'm saying? He just wants you to call him. Just Please! Send him, send him a text. Please! <laughs> Remember Camp in Leesburg? Oh, man, we raised that crust, did we not? The more specifics you add to this story, the more worried I become. Is that making it weird? It's making it that weird. That was a good time we had back then. Uh, Tyler, I asked you this. in the, How do we move on from that? That was a weird thing to make five minutes out of on a podcast. Quit the show? Okay. Shut it all down? Good night, everybody. <laughs> now, Tyler... This, I do versions of this, this game that we're about to go into now. I don't really have any music for it. I don't really have an intro for it. It Sometimes it is, tell me the gayest thing that you've done this week. Sometimes it is, tell me the straightest thing you've done this week. This week, it is, what is the most pathetic thing you've done this week that you're still proud of? I asked you on the pregame, which did not give you a lot of time to think about it, so if you don't have anything, I could just do mine. I hugged a teddy bear in front of a room full oh, of people. Oh, wow, wow. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go slow you, here. You, you, you cut me off before I even finished my sentence. Uh, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Okay, so the most pathetic thing that you did this week that you are still proud of, please. Hugged a teddy bear in front of a room full of people. Okay, now how big is this teddy bear? It's about, it's about uh, I would say, maybe a foot and a half. That's half a meter for our international friends. Now, what color was this bear this it's white of course of course and uh now tyler what was this bear supposed to represent i don't have anything against black bears well, okay that's okay. okay polar bears are just the most badass no offense you know polar bear skin are black 
Oh, shit. Polar bear skin are black. Mm. Yeah, we're going to have to really rethink this thing. Mm. What was that teddy bear supposed to represent, Tyler? It was supposed to represent little Tyler Ryan. Oh, was that true? Yeah, that's totally true. Oh, it was okay. supposed to represent baby me. Is that true? <laughs> so you were hugging little bear Tyler, huh? I was. You know, I'll just do this for all the people that are out there that are just shaking their head at the radio. kind of gay. I totally understand where you're coming from. Uh, I've done meditations where I meet child me and 60-year-old me, and we all hug and probably end up fucking on the beach. And, uh, oh, step clone, where did you come from? (laughs) Not the baby one. Not the baby one, the old one. And, Tyler, I'm really happy to hear about you and your bear. That's great, Tyler. So, I'm going to tell you mine. Did I nail it? Yeah, you didn't that give was, me a lot of time. Did I nail it? That was almost a shameful admission. I love it. And, and I'm genuinely happy for you. That sounds Thank like you, uh, something that's super positive. It is. And until, mine. Until everybody finds out about it. Sure. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I feel bad for the people who don't have mental issues. You just don't get to experience these kind of things. You go to work. You go to bed. You wake up. You do it all over again. When do you ever hug a bear and beat it up and call it dad? In front of everybody. Come on, you fucking weirdo. The most pathetic thing that I did this week that I am still genuinely very proud of. Mm -hmm. I made it to my son's basketball court. He he goes to a YMCA. It's a whole, it's in Weston. It is an incredible uh, sports complex. It is this big, giant, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. It's, it's, it's an arena. It's a huge complex. It has every sport you could ever imagine. Well, you had said you made it to your son's basketball court. Do you mean you made it to his basketball game, right? Well, he, he plays the games there. He practices there. There's a million basketball courts. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I made it to my son's basketball court mm-hmm. without using GPS. Now, for me, that's a big deal because... I have directional issues. Mm -hmm. I think it has something to do with my aphantasia. I can't see pictures in my mind. So my direction is terrible. That that would be my guess. That's a reasonable thing to be proud of. Oh, absolutely. If If there's a struggle in your life, no matter what kind of judgment you want to place on it, if there's something like with you with directions... A uh, challenge in your life, and you achieve something in in uh, in spite of that sure. challenge. That's an achievement. Here's the pathetic part. Okay, <laughs> he's on the second to last game of his second season, <laughs> <laughs> and that is 100% t- true. I was talking to passive aggressive Anthony, and he's laughing via text, and I'm like, I should stop being so cocky because I haven't made it there yet. Yeah. So I'm not 100% <laughs> sure we're gonna get there. It made me happy, and if we had a segment we could talk about that on, it would be the depression index. No one cares, you don't know what what the depression index is. is a machine that I built without GPS, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how are you feeling this week, brother? Without GPS, and you still made it here. So impressed by you. I'm wearing that teddy you bought me, Tyler. It doesn't go there. (laughs) Uh, Ryan, for um, depression index this week, uh, I'm coming off of a really great weekend in which I almost fucked a teddy bear. And, sure, yeah. like that guy from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Trevor. Yep. And uh, and in all seriousness, I would like to touch on something that you and I have just, dis- just discussed, which is emotions. Emotions is a very vague term, but the one thing I do want to point out about said emotions is the fact that when you, we go through traumatic experiences, especially as children, that shit stays with us unless we process it and guess what 
when we're kids, six and seven, we don't know how. It stays You're not with equipped us. to do that. You have no idea how. You haven't even learned empathy yet. Do you think that's part of life is is making it through your traumas? Is that do you think part of the the evolution of a human being, the rise and the fall? Absolutely. There it is and I I so very rarely speak in absolutes. I if there are any out there, one of the few would be I think it's impossible to escape your childhood with zero trauma. You took the words right out of my mouth because almost like the story of Buddha, if you don't have trauma, your mind will create it. Mm -hmm. It is a necessary ingredient to make a little human boy. Absolutely. <laughs> or girl. <laughs> nah, or <laughs> nah, that's, that's uh, puppy dog tails well, and all that stuff. What was the other word? What, it started with a Z? Like a Xenophobes, Tyler. <laughs> To make a xenophobe, <laughs> you just raise them in Central Florida. So, and, and going back, I shouldn't laugh as I'm going into this, but going back to those emotions that stay with you, especially the incredibly traumatic experiences that we go through to the people that experience sexual assault. Imagine how that stays sure. with you when you're an adult and experience that, it'll mess you up. And I think the numbers on that are so effing high. I think the people who have experienced, I mean, I'm speaking just off the top of my head here with no information. So common. And not just full out rape or molestation, just people who have dealt with sexual trauma, who have dealt with just an imbalance in their relationships with that kind of stuff is really scary. Absolutely. And now with technology, it's so much easier to get it twisted of what you're supposed to look like or who you're supposed to be. So anyway- I'd catfish I'm, myself, Tyler. I'm, I'd go out on a date with that. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, guys, uh, I just want to say I love you. And, uh, and it's never, um, no matter how embarrassed you might be or what it may feel like, go and talk to somebody. Go and talk to somebody that you trust. And if you don't have somebody that you trust, come talk to us. Murder. Uh, Ryan, this week, what? Ryan, this week I am at a three. Yes, But don't murder us though. We need our lives, we're very important. We're deities to some degree. All right, Tyler, gay it up, okay? I have this week because I have been in some sort of weird time warp where all of the skeletons have come jumping out of my closet and I'm terrified of what's happening. And I think the quest for enlightenment is really just a trick to kill you. <laughs> I have two, they're not even full sentences, okay? I have two things written down and I do believe that they may be at the basis of addiction, Tyler. What you got? And that's fantastic. I'm just gonna ask, are, you're, you're insinuating that enlightenment is just a way to get you to die faster. I'm not insinuating anything. I'm flat out <laughs> saying it. Enlightenment is a trick that's been pulled on the American people by the devil, Tyler. Not Jim, real. Jim Jones, I know it's you. It's like yoga. They put you in those positions and the demons get on in, Tyler. It's very scary. I don't think that's how Now, tell me if this is the cliff notes of addiction. Because, man, as, as we're talking about here, and we always talk about it in a gibberish type sophomoric way, I am, as I'm going through all these new phases in my life, I'm documenting what's happening to me. My observations on the science experiment that is my life. Isn't life a science experiment where you wake up every day and say, hey, yesterday this worked and this didn't, so I'm gonna try this and this. All we're doing is just um, trial and error. Am I right about that? No, because what happens if you try something this day and you don't like it, doesn't mean that you're not gonna like it tomorrow. And that would be part of the observation. That would be part of the data that you are accruing. That is a possibility. 
I'm not saying a scientific experiment with apps, you know, everything works as absolutes. You're a human. You are taking in information and using it to make a better tomorrow. It's the nicest thing you've ever said. How about that? And I may take it back by the end of the segment. Now, (laughs) here is what I'm noticing about my addiction, okay? The first thing I have written down is just these two words. Stop searching. Stop searching. And what I mean by that is, I feel so often, let's just use alcohol. That, I take one shot of alcohol, whatever it is. And I start to feel the effects of it. Whatever was going on in my mind is what pushed me into taking that shot in the first place. I know that it's going to make my day tomorrow worse. I know that it may make my night tonight worse. I know it makes me more likely to react. All these things. But I've talked myself into it. I take that shot, okay? Already, I'm feeling... Good. I'm starting to feel the results that I'm looking for. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. And just to uh, just to put a punctuation on what you said, it is a safety release. It is no matter how much panic I have right now, and no matter how bad I'm going to feel tomorrow, if I do it right now, yep. I don't have to feel like this. And that's exactly the. I'm searching for something new. If I take this shot, I am going to feel differently, and that's what I need right now in this minute. Yep. I need to feel differently. So now I take that shot. Maybe I take another one. Two shot Ryan is the shit. I love that guy. Two shot Ryan, he's he's kind, Mm -hmm. he's playful. He's got some shenanigans that are hiding just off stage that are about to appear. Absolutely. Everything is perfect. But they're fun shenanigans. They are, exactly right. It's a good time. Fun shenanigans. Hey, this guy is a little off, but in the good way. He's a wacky kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. And that is when I'm at my best. But I continue to search. That now slightly inebriated part of me says, hey, this is how you feel on two shots. What about three? I am now, all of a sudden, my mind is now just completely overtaken with how do I make, this is no good. Mm -hmm. This is no good on drugs, on women, on almost anything. This is no good. How can I make this better? Even TV shows or or stimulation, this is no good. How do I make this better? Mm -hmm. And so, to put a little ribbon on this little paragraph that I just put out there, the second thing that I've written is, You've got it. I think that might be the end of addiction where you realize in this moment, there is nothing better than this. Maybe that's what enlightenment is. Maybe that's what understanding is that we're all looking for. There is nothing else that I need more than what I have in this moment. What's your thought on that? It's very true. And the truth of the matter is, is all the answers that you're looking for Uh, God, as gay as it is to say, already are inside of you. We all have the answers to our own happiness. Oh, so gay. Yeah. So gay. And you just stand on your head and we'll look in there and we'll find it. (laughs) And and so that's basically it. It is this idea of just kind of, and forgive me, I know this is so self-serving and has gone on for so long. We'll get back to the dick jokes. Don't worry. We're working our way back. I said that stand on your head thing. You get where I'm going with that. But what I'm going to say is it's just programming your mind, which... You programmed into, I need more, I need more, I need more, I need more. Acknowledging that and getting back into, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. That shot isn't going to make me better. As a matter of fact, there's a very good chance that it could make me worse. It always makes me worse. It always makes me worse. (laughs) Where the hell is Two Shot Ryan? Bring him out here. And uh, and that's basically Two it. Two Shot man. Ryan, save us. Two Shot Ryan sounds like a porn star. And if we want to talk about the actual science behind that, as we fall into these habits like drinking, mm-hmm. the, the need or the reaction to go for that drink is neurons on top of neurons on top of neurons is pathways that we have built over years of creating this habit and continuing with it. So when we stop it, 
and want to do something new, you are quite literally having to reprogram your brain. Literally. You're fighting your physiology. What people don't understand, and hold on, let me get the kook yeah, alert. Yeah, yeah, let yeah. me get the kook yeah, alert ready. Yeah, that by thinking these things over, you have these mental thought patterns that are just deepening the pathways in your gray matter, in your brain, that just like you said, it becomes a habit. Oh, right on time. And so with all of that being said, I am so proud of where you and I are on our mental health journey, which I know is an embarrassing sentence to say. Also not real. But also not real. <laughs> and you and I are doing great, man. This week has been crazy, and I'm going to let you win because you're looking great. I'm at a five this week. One, two, yes, times, is too much for a five. Uh, squirt, squirt, squirt. That one was for you, Tyler. And you since you did such a great job this week, since you got a complete mental overhaul, let's hear Tyler's top five. Second week in a row. Tyler, tell me what you got on the docket for this week. Ryan. Yo. This Tyler's top five is all about Tyler's favorite con artist. Tyler's favorite con artist. Okay, now... We're just working this out on the air. This is only our second time doing it. We mm -hmm. need to figure out some sort of a. You know what I have is I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little sounder after you're done with it. Well, go ahead. You go ahead and read them because I don't want to step on your dick. I've got a little fanfare here, and we'll we'll just work this out on air. Well, All hopefully right. it'll get tighter and tighter as things go on. Unlike my, I was gonna say it usually works reverse, the other way. Reverse. Yep. All right. Well, let's do number five. Right. All right, Tyler's. <laughs> the shit out of me, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's top five con artists. Who you got? Number five, Sam Rockwell, the fake con artist in Matchstick Men. He uh, was awesome in that movie. Sam Rockwell, the okay. So we're doing fictional con. Well, men. you know, number five is always goofy. I don't know that. You did that one time before. Okay, Sam <laughs> Rockwell. I've never seen. I've never seen that movie. It's fantastic. Okay, how about that? Number four, Ryan. Smokey the Bear, telling me as an eight. Oh, thank you. We got we got to get better at that. We got this, player. Telling me as an eight-year-old, only you can prevent forest fires. That's a lot of damn pressure to put on an eight-year-old. And the world is on fire, so I guess I failed. And I don't believe that to be true. I think almost anybody could start a forest fire, unless you were some sort of like a quadriplegic. And even then, you could probably put a, a magnifying glass in your mouth. I don't know. Don't tell them they can't do anything, Ryan. Well, I, somebody would have to get it for you, but nonetheless. That's fair. Three. Number three, Ryan. Ellen DeGeneres. She had a tough time, that Ellen DeGeneres, she, huh? She had a tough time. Sure. She conned everybody into believing she was a nice person. You did nice as a whole dirty, Ellen. But are you saying that... I'm so interested in that Ellen thing because I will tell you, I don't put a lot of stock in celebrities as documented on our latest mini sesh, but that one kind of hurt me a little bit because I thought it was an attack on kindness. It, yep. it felt like, do you think she ever was kind and then mutated over 20 years of being Oprah? It's possible. Yeah. It's incredibly possible. And you, you know, you, you get into that thing where everybody was dancing. She'd go out into public and like, Hey Ellen, why aren't you dancing? Dancing, I'm fucking getting my groceries. Like, what are you talking about? That could change you over time. I would imagine that to be true. All right, Ryan, enough of that shit. Two. Number two. Ryan, for number two, doctor let his license expire 25 years ago, Phil. It's a, it's a lot. And forgive me if I'm fucking this up with these noises. We can obviously take them out at the end. I didn't realize that you also had noises, so maybe I'm, I'm screwing you over here, but we could pull them out and it that, won't matter at all. Okay. 
Uh, a lot of people don't like that Dr. Phil, huh? He uh, His license expired 25 years ago. But he's not prescribing prescriptions to people, is he? He's not giving you medicine. He's Asshole just... calls himself doctor. Just call yourself Phil. It's also like... Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, you caught me off guard here. I'm just trying to think of how. Okay, yeah, fine. Welcome mean, back to Doctor Phil. No, is welcome it, back to Phil. Welcome back to <laughs> Phil, where we just take shovels and we, we we put holes together. There is the one story which you know about as well when he had the creator of Bum Fights on, and the guy came on dressed just like Doctor Phil, shaved his head, shaved his head, gave the the old uh, um, cul-de-sac, the, yes, the egg skirt, and <laughs> egg skirt. And he pointed out, I take advantage of people the exact same way that you take advantage of people. And in that moment, Dr. Phil said, you know what? I'm not even going to give you time. And he kicked him off the show. Not going to give him time. Motherfucker, you invited him onto your show. Why did he ever put that that show out? Why did he, if you're going to kick the guy off the show, why not just keep that under wraps? Oh, I would imagine contracts. You have to fill that slot with a Dr. Phil episode. Hmm. Advertisers paid for that time slot, you know? Sure. One. And number one, Ryan. Dr. Fake Title Oz, you piece of shit! That's why I thought you were going on the original Doctor. Mm, yeah, yeah. This guy is a con artist of all con artists, and now he's going to be running for Congress, so yay! Yeah, but it's really going to be tough for us to have a fake person in Congress. I know, I know. But when he leaves, who's going to recommend me the uh, miracle fruit? I like it, and I'm pretty sure it's Chia Seeds. Tyler, fantastic job on your top five! Well, it's not my top five, it's Tyler's top five. Sure. All right, Tyler, that is a new segment. Let's do an old segment that we are comfortable with. (laughs) I just can't can't wait for this shit to be over. Douche of the Week is pretty self-explanatory. It's where Tyler and I find somebody and we say, hey, you're a douche. And hopefully it's worth it. Hopefully it's not just us being bullies, Tyler. For sure. Who you got this week for your douche o the week. And that's an important distinction. We don't like to judge, but these people we think deserve it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Tyler and I generally play the game a little bit different. So, Tyler, who you got this week, brother? Ryan, for session 105, douche of the week, it is the IOC. The IOC? that The Olympic Committee, these... Bastards. Okay. Why? Who are you thinking? I thought you were talking about that 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 woman that got no. elected to uh <laughs> no that's to the Senate. What's AOC, her name? Uh, AOC or something? No, 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 no. Not not political. This is an organization that is hosting the Olympics in a country that currently has a Holocaust going on. Yeah. But the dollars speak, and these people are completely and totally immoral. Well, it just shows. And when you say these people, you mean the government, not the Chinese people. Well, the, well, no, no, no. These people specifically. Oh, the about the IOC. See, Um, I agree with that. And the thing is, this is just proof positive that money is on top of morals. I mean, it can't be argued anymore, right? FIFA, IOC. More like FIFA, FIFA. am I right? Yes, you are. Uh, That. Uh, It is pretty crazy. They are running these games in North Korea. Do I have that right? (laughs) China. Okay. Beijing. Same shit. (laughs) I mean, close uh, enough. And and people are, you know, there are athletes that may be dead. Uh, there are all sorts of crazy things. And they are telling you, do not speak out while you're in China. Peng Shui, we are on uh, day 58 of the Peng Shui watch. Where is she, China? Made up stat. 
And yes, it, it was made up. Yep. And and tell the people very quickly what that is, and then we'll move on. Uh, the top ranked Chinese female tennis player spoke out against basically the second in command of China that he raped her. She went back to China like the fucking badass that she is, and they disappeared her. Black bagged her. Mm -hmm. That's an unfortunate situation. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Tyler, do the branding. IOC, and now CCP Chinese government, you both are my douche of the week. Dueling douches. Douche of the week. Fantastic, Tyler. Fantastic. Now, Tyler's talking about a specific committee. Now, I'm going to talk to just a, maybe a larger swath of people, as I'm wont to do. Tyler, it's been cold out here for a pimp. You know what I'm talking about? It is It is cold. I know a lot of people will roll their eyes. Fuck at, those people. At the idea that it's 40 degrees or, I believe, 8 degrees Celsius. It is terrible. The last week for me has been life-altering. <laughs> it's put me in a different position. And I, I understand when people are in constant pain and they want the sweet relief of, of suicide, Tyler. I understand that. You could have said the sweet release of death. You had to go straight to suicide. I want to... I Shower with my toaster, Tyler. Now, here's the thing, okay? That's all well and good, and I'm doing my best. I'm putting on a brave face, and, I, and I'm, I'm really just staying in bed. Here's my problem, okay? Because every time that there's cold weather, you also have the guy in shorts. The guy in fucking shorts who's, as I'm sitting there and I'm shaking inside of my own skeleton, and this guy's telling me, hey, it ain't that cold. Go fuck, dude, get a hobby, brother. That's your claim to fame, <laughs> is that you don't get knocky knees when it gets into the 50s? You're a jackass. Your mom's a jackass. Fuck you and your dog. Nobody cares. Guy who wears shorts in the cold, you're my douche of the week. Get a pair of jeans, you dick! I, I hate you! I was siding with you up until you called his mom a bitch. Your mom's a bitch. <laughs> she can't afford pantaloons. Your whole family's broken. You look like a jackass. But other than that, we like you. You know what I'm saying, Tyler? <laughs> I, I guess. All right, let's take it, Tyler. Let's take a little break. Let All me right. write up an apology letter to that guy and his mom. And when we get back, we'll burn it. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook, too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. 
We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. We just understand advertising so much better that you can't prove it. You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. You're all done. Is that what that, that hand waving like that? I'm is? all done. I figured we'd do a silent uh, connection, communication sort of thing, and you fucked it up. I like this when we do silent connection. I think this is good. You hate. I think this is good that we can kind of communicate with one another without the, the audience knowing. Ending each other's sandwiches? Correct. So you're all done. All done. Silently, now I know that. Those guys you hate. All right, red circle. Red Oh, I, I, you know what? I went and got that water, and I forgot to bring my water thing back in here. One man show. Oh, fuck me. I, I, I still, I have my Windex. <laughs> I have my Windex. Windex, send us stuff. <laughs> please don't. Please, please. I don't want to call poison control. I hate. <coughs> he just sprayed Windex into his mouth. He just sprayed. If you do it, <coughs> he did it again. That's actually not bad. This is like the onion all over That's again. That's actually not bad. He goes. What? Are you about to drink that? Do <laughs> you think it'd be good for our show? Bad for you. What do you think? So? You think so? It would be very bad for it's you. It's actually not that bad. Right. Please. What are you doing? Is that bad? That cleans and shines glass. <laughs> says so right on the sticker. Is that Gatorade? It's just Gatorade, brother. It's just Gatorade. Why? Why? Oh, I don't know. I've been thinking about that for a long time. I really did. I could still taste the Windex, by the way. It's, <laughs> it's in there, especially when I sprayed it. I'm a little worried. Maybe we should call poison control. I don't know. I've been thinking about this for a while. I don't know why. Well, why do you keep it in there? Just for this, for this moment. You nailed it. <laughs> you absolutely nailed it. <laughs> it, does, it, tastes, it tastes a lot more like Windex than it did when I put the Gatorade in there a couple hours ago. Tyler, Panera Bread is offering $8.99 a month subscription service yep. for unlimited coffee. What do you think about that? I mean, that, I think that's a pretty good deal. Oh, I think for sure what they're hoping is that it'll it'll get you in the building, and uh, a- absolutely sure. So so here's the <laughs> I thing: I can't take you seriously when when you drink out of a Windex bottle. The smell of Windex is still very strong. I should probably stop doing. This. You probably should. That's pretty good though, isn't it? It's really good. Thank you. Thank I you. bet you it still work on Windows. <laughs> <laughs> so what I wanted to do this week and I didn't get around to it, so I'm putting it out into the universe. Perhaps week in review, two weeks from now. Okay. The weirdest subscription services. What do you think about that? I bet you we could find some really funny stuff. Absolutely. I will say that there are those like loot boxes out there where they'll send you re- random stuff. I bet you there's some real weird ones. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I I did it just playing around. I typed in butt plug of the month. (laughs) It's a deal. That's a, that's a real, that's a real thing. Yeah. I (laughs) I wonder what size I'm going to get today. I think I'm going to send this one back. It's just not working. Tyler keeps falling out. Are you ready? You're only supposed to use one at a time. Are you ready for weekend review? Yes. Let's do weekend review. Tyler, last week I told you my conspiracy theory. Hippies use sage to cover up their body smells. Was I spot on as usual? Kinda. 
And that, oh, your opinion is incorrect. I received this information from thelist.com, and I honestly mm. could go on from this for a while, and I won't, but this is what I find to be so interesting. When you take something that is spiritual, when you take something that is in the realm of everybody's like, okay, you're fucking weirdo, what we talk about on the show all the time, and you match it up with science, this was super interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Kooks, much like you and me, think of sage as dispelling negative energy and spirit and promoting wisdom and healing when you burn it in a room. Everybody's familiar with somebody burning sage at this point. Am I right about that? Absolutely. I mean, everybody's seen Kyrie Irving do it on a basketball court. Is that true? Oh, yeah. He, he walks around the perimeter of the basketball court holding sage up. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Sage can actually remove up to 94% of bacteria from the air. So, so often, much like stereotypes, there's a little bit of truth inside of this thing. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. It just, of course, the kooks had to come in, take it, and run with it. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's almost like a game of telephone as it gets passed down. You kind of forget what was originally being said, mm -hmm. but this thing is actually true. Now, here's an important note. Sage smoke needs at least an hour to achieve that level of air purification, so just waving sage in the corner of your room once or twice is not going to do that. Gotcha. What do you know, list.com? They probably know a lot more than we do. And not now, Tyler... Note. Very quickly, because I know these things are supposed to be fast moving, I have some actual technical scientific research that I think might be boring for the average listener. It's a bit of a multitude. Give it to me, data. Now, here's the deal. I figured that maybe I could make it a little bit more accessible to the standard person by playing the idiot music underneath. What do you think? I think that makes it uh, more easily digestible. Research has shown that negative ions and positive ions have noticeable effects on the well-being of human beings. What the hell is an ion, Tyler? I don't know. Uh, this is the right music for us. Mm -hmm. Specifically, positively charged ions in the air, which are often created in an artificial environment, in an environment that houses electronic devices, can increase stress and trigger allergies and other ailments. Maybe that's kind of what you were talking about before. Maybe that's that, that vibe that you have up in your room, all those positive ions. Very possible. Burning sage increases negative ions and reduces positive ions in the air. In the middle of all of that kook shit, there is real scientific data that supports that shit. Absolutely. I think that's super interesting. Unfortunately for you, sage smells like shit. I really do hate I <laughs> Dude, I really do hate it, but I will tell you this. I have a different take on sage. Now that mm. I know that there is scientific data behind it, my, my, my mind is open to it. Oh, that kook shit was too much for you? All the stuff you believe and that was too much for you until you learned the science behind it? I just didn't like the smell. I, I'll do all the other, dude, I'll chew on a crystal, I'll do whatever you want. I just hate the smell of sage, bro. You're not using crystals, right? <laughs> you don't pick your teeth with them? Ryan, uh, last, did you just point at me again? Ryan, last week we, uh, I said that Russell Simmons was me too was he? Oh, yes, Daddy. Ryan, he was. He was actually accused by three different women of rape. Yeah, I remember something in the back of a limo and a woman who wanted to get out and there was a rustling in his trousers, am I right? And, and he, and he let her simmoned go. his dick to the, the forefront. Now it's, is when you want to use wordplay? Sure, All right. sure, okay. sure. I'm opening my mind up to Sage and 
illegal wordplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Russell Simmons uh, exploded my meditation journey, also seemingly a red bastard back in the day. Yep, yep, apparently. Tyler, last week we talked about whether or not fried butter was a real thing. It is. At the carnival. It is. is it? <laughs> oh, yes, Daddy. Damn, I'm bad at this. <laughs> oh, yes, Daddy. It's so loud. Yes, Tyler. Now, I remember I told you to get the yeses and the noes on your keyboard. I do. I am going to give you four fried foods that may and or may not shock you. <laughs> okay. Now, I have follow-up information to it. Now, you can hit me with a yes if you're interested in how it works, or you could hit me with a no, and I will just move on to the next one. Okay? Oh, so I'm only hitting yes or no if I want to hear about it. If you want to hear the details of it. Okay. I got a lot of information here, and I don't want to bore the audience like I did with that sage All bullshit. Right. All right. Okay. So, fried butter, do you want to hear how it's made? I I mean, of course I want to hear how it's made. Okay, so it's just a stick of butter. It's put onto a stick, which I think is necessary because you don't want to eat a stick of butter with your fingers, (laughs) and it's dipped in cinnamon butter. It's fried and topped with a glaze. Oh, my God. That's got to hurt when you swallow it, right? What are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? We're eating fried butter. All right, Tyler, how about fried pig ears? Cut to look like curly fries with a chipotle glaze, Tyler. I might try it. Jay Glazer. <laughs> how about fried beer? Uh, yes. I, how do you fry a, a, a liquid? That is the question that I ask. And the same thing with like fried ice cream. Have you ever heard of that? I like have. a sushi place? For sure. It's a deep fried ravioli made from salty pretzel like dough filled with beer. As a matter of fact, it's still alcoholic. So you have to be of age to buy it. Interesting. I would definitely try that. Speaking of which, fried ice cream cheeseburger. Is that the next one? Yep. I mean, <laughs> you had me at. Ice cream and then cheeseburger. <laughs> and all of it. It's a regular burger, toasted bun, pickle, lettuce, tomato, bacon, and cheese with a slab of ice cream coated in cinnamon and cornflakes that is taken a dip in the deep fryer for 10 to 15 seconds. You giving that a go? I might give it a bite. I will say that when you're talking about ice cream, if you use the word slab, I'm probably in. Slab. <laughs> slab like of ice cream. I feel like I'm at Cold Stone. And finally, Tyler Fried Salsa. You know what? We've heard them all. What the fuck? Why not? Jalapenos, roasted garlic, onions, tomato, and pepper rolled together and dipped in masa, and then it's covered in crunchy tortilla chips before it's dipped in the deep fryer. I would definitely try that. Give it a go. Are are there any of those that you wouldn't try? I try, you know what? I would try, man, I'd probably have a tough time with just the stick of butter because I feel like that's going to sit very heavy in my stomach. Well, and I'm imagining what I'm putting in my mouth. Sure, um, but even with that, it would be cool for the rest of my life to say, I ate a stick of fried butter. <laughs> and not, I'm still here. Not a whole stick, but just to say I tried it. We always said if we were on vacation and we found a place that served dog, we'd give it a shot. That's true. Was that just me? Or? That's true. I said panda. You said dog. We went in different ways. I thought you said Windex. Right. <laughs> you got that covered, buddy. Ryan, last week, we talked about Na- Nelson Mandela, in which you gave me a hard time for even mentioning his name. Big and fan. I mentioned that he had passed away. You asked me, is that true? Did I look up the information? Oh, yes, Daddy. He died in 2013, what? Ryan. It's been, it's, been eight, or it's been nine years. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, we stand behind you. And that's not from this, that's not Nelson from The Simpsons. Different guy? Nelson Nelson Mandela, the former uh, president of South Africa. Last week, Tyler, we discussed video games versus movies money. Mm. Did I blow it off? 
Now, oh, your opinion is incorrect. Now, I got this from Charter.com, which is something that I'm actually signed up to that sends me emails. Uh, it's just great. They tell you all these stories through charts, through data, which I truly love. Now, the global box office revenue peaked in 2019. You want to just take a wild guess? I don't know how you'd possibly uh, guess. Of all movies? All movies. What they brought in over 2019, which is when the global box office did its best. Uh, I would say uh, $1.4 billion. $40 billion, Tyler. $40 so I was billion. slightly off. You were off by a little bit. Now, gaming revenues. Okay, so that's $40 billion. Gaming revenues in 2021 was? Uh, I mean, $80 billion? You're off by one number, $180 billion. <laughs> Now, here's what I think that might be interesting. That's nutty, man. Now, listen to this. Now, this is something that actually caught me, you know, by surprise. It's broken down into three categories. So, so basically, movies have so much more acclaim than video games do. They have so much more of pop culture, so mm -hmm. much more awareness in the day-to-day. -day. And they've been around so much longer, so, much so they've longer. had the opportunity to cement themselves. As your entertainment vehicle. But video games are crushing the movie industry, and it's only going to keep going in that direction as video games increase in just what they can possibly do. Well, and now with the we're on the verge of VR, God only knows what that's going to do. Porn companies step it up. Now, I have three categories here for gaming, PC, PC gaming, mm -hmm. which is for on the, the nerder, the nerdiest of the nerds. Yeah, yeah, you'd actually be correct about that. They PC gaming in 2021 brought in 31 billion. Damn. Now, consoles tyler consoles you got your playstations you got your xboxes you got your nintendo switch nintendo sure why yeah. not brought in 50 billion mm. tyler and mobile games tyler oh. newest to the party only over the last decade or so ever I since a uh, snake in minesweeper <laughs> am i right about that i don't think they had in-app purchases on snake mobile <laughs> i want to see what kind of skin i could get this snake i was into. gonna say i want my power up so you have 37 billion for pc 50 billion for console and mobile i'm not even gonna say a number but just because you can literally spend money with the tap of your finger anywhere it's got to be at least in the triple digits well you could do that on an xbox too you could buy an xbox game through an xbox but you got to be at home to do it your sure. phone is with you everywhere mobile 93 billion Oh, almost a more, more than the two put together. And so basically, and it's only, only going to climb. Mobile gaming doubled the revenue of movies in their best year. That's How crazy. about that? That and is insane. Angry Birds, more important than Gone with the Wind. I think we can all agree with that. Chronologically, that checks out. <laughs> uh, and that's and that's the whole thing. As you just said, this is still new. These apps, do you remember the first app? It was the lightsaber. It was the beer that you could turn the phone and it would fall, like look like it was falling out. Uh, I mean, that thing just made money, am I right? <laughs> you know what I think of when I think of the first game that I was aware of? Paper Toss. Do you remember Paper, Paper Toss? To yep. That's a badass game. And who the fuck is just leaving this fan blowing into my desk? I'm playing a game over here, you motherfucker. Yeah, but now you You've left the mess on the floor. It's a whole thing. Can you still play paper toss? Absolutely. They've made a whole bunch of uh, offshoots of it and everything. I have to look into and that. And that's that's the whole thing. This is brand new. Yeah. And it's already at 93 billion. That's insane but to me. What you said is it's just so easy. Yep. It's so easy. That's why I don't buy apps. That's why I don't use Amazon. I don't want to spend money when I'm in my boxer shorts sitting on my bed. And I and just uh this is in the same vein. I would like to know and I don't know if you can quantify this, how much more money people spend on average now that they don't have to swipe their card. Now that you could just walk up and tap 
I wonder what the difference in price is. It's, I think it's the same reason revenue. that they give you in uh, theme parks where now you could spend money with a bracelet. Sun pass. Sun pass. Just take your money. Uh, or where they can, if you go on a, a cruise and they're charging you to the room, it's so much easier to spend money when you don't have to touch it. Even credit cards. Damn, that is true. And then finally, Ryan, do I think for a second that you are going to change your mind when I bring up this thing that you said last week? No, your opinion is incorrect. Ryan last week said corn tortillas were the worst thing to happen to the Spanish since the Inquisition. That's exactly right. <laughs> and if you're eating a corn tortilla in the cold, in shorts, somebody should chop your head off via Ned Stark. You do, you do deserve to die in that situation. I hate you. Yeah. And that's it, right? And that's it. Yeah. And that's the end of Wicked Review. Yeah. What more do you want? Oh, I'll tell you what more I want, Tyler. Now, it's been a stressful week with stressful things happening, and we got in here and we got it done. All that's left to put the cherry on this Sunday is your new segment that I'm kind of unaware of. So tell me what it is that you got, and we'll get the fuck out of here. It is your segment, actually, Ryan. I don't like the sound of that, Tyler. You don't remember doing euphemisms? I do. I do, but I don't know how you're going to do it in this particular way. So let's see what you got. All right, Ryan, let's try for another. <laughs> sin, sin, um, uh, I always have such trouble saying this. Go on. Let's try for another. Sin wow. Synonym Toast Crunch. You have trouble with that one. I huh? keep wanting to say okay. cinnamon. Now, now remind me of how this game works because it's been a long time since we played. No problem. We have a 30 second countdown, and you are going to say, well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you to Mashable.com for this list that's very well put together. Ryan, you have 30 seconds to come up with every single type of phrase you can think of for a women's. Time of the month. Okay. Sure. I, I think I only know two or three. <laughs> <laughs> and what you know what? In that case, if you can name five of them, you win. I can't imagine that to be possible. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, Ryan. Here we go. Okay, we got period. Period is one. We got uh Aunt Flo. Aunt Flo! Uh, we got smells like warm. <laughs> I'll accept it. We got bleedy bleedy splotch splotch. Uh, That's four. We got taking it down to Goo Town, Tyler. That is not a thing. We got liquefied pre-babies. That, oh. We got the river sticks. I think you won. All right, we've got uh, uh, Red Wings. 30 seconds, man. Oh, my, Ryan, Yo. you did so much better than I thought you were going to do. You also could have. There was. On the rag. Oh. The Red Baron. Oh, there is riding the cotton pony. Wait a minute. Wasn't the Red Baron, wasn't that who Snoopy always was fighting against? Maybe. We can reveal. <laughs> uh, on the rag is, I should have gotten that. On one. the rag, yeah. Shark Week. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Mother Nature's Gift. You also got Carrie. Okay. Girl Flu. No. Red Wedding. Okay. It, that, these are all, nobody's ever said any of these. Crimson Tide. Nobody said that. The Red Badge of Courage. Okay, um, yeah, nobody's ever said that. That's why I don't know them. And Lady Business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. That, that I, Ryan. I'm glad. Is Synonym Toast Crunch. That I didn't know any of those. <laughs> if I had come up with Ryan eating the Cotton Pony, I would like for someone to kill me. And if you want to kill us, please tell her, tell them what website they go to, to like, you know, start a hostile like situation where they can come put us out of our misery. Fair enough. Please do and make it quick. 
Go to thoseguysyouhate.com, please. We have all the buttons there. Subscribe to everything. Uh, post the comment. Leave a review only if it's five stars. We need your support, ladies and gentlemen. We love you pieces of shit. And, you know, life has just been crazy for us. And no matter what happens, no matter how the boat gets rocked, and rocked it does, we're in here every week doing this. And we hope that this means something to somebody because we, we really put ourselves into it. In between the penis jokes and in between eating sticks of butter and drinking Windex, we really, really care about you guys. And we love being, you know, starting this community that has been really awesome for us. So, Tyler, I'm going to ask you what I always ask you. What is the moral of the story? Ryan, the moral of the story. Need you to make eye contact with me. Sure. Eye contact. I, I'm, I'm thinking about my moral of the story. Absolutely. I could Th tell. Thank you for pulling me out. I could it. tell. Moral of the story, Ryan? Yeah. Quack, quack. Uh, Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil? No, 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 oh. no. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. No. Like a duck. Quack, quack. Okay. That is my moral of the story, Ryan. Let and it roll off your back? Let it roll off your back. This has become my new motto. And rape, rape with your corkscrew-type penis. Rape, rape as many ducks as you can. Quack, quack. And the reason why I say quack, quack is two reasons. First, first of all, Ryan, you nailed it. Just like a duck, you let the water, let the whatever is happening to you roll right off your back. And second of all, and this one's more important, Whenever you're in a bad mood, whenever you're frowny, whenever you're sad, say quack, quack. Huh. I guarantee you, you're going to smile a little bit. Is this from your kook weekend? It is. Oh, okay, it quack, is. quack. But, I dig that. But somebody said it, it wasn't a lesson. Somebody said it as a joke during a very serious moment. And we all realized, like, man, if you say something like bubbles, say bubbles. You can't say bubbles seriously. Not as good as quack, quack. No. I like quack, quack. It's all funny. That and is I, good. And I heard that and I was like. I want that to be my new motto. And just a heads up, uh, if you look into it, duck rape is at an all-time high. We weren't just throwing that in to be ridiculous. At an all-time high? There's probably more ducks than there ever have been. Is that unfair to say? <laughs> Did you take a census? <laughs> Put it on my bill, Tyler. God damn it. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Tyler, uh, I think, and usually I use these to be ridiculous, but much like this sage thing where sage actually has holistic healing properties, I believe that we are on the cutting edge of technology and all of these things that are at some point, maybe not in our lifetimes, but I do believe that science and spirituality are not different languages. They're just different nomenclature saying the same thing. When something has been around for thousands of years, very often there's a reason and you're not smarter than the ancient people. You know what I mean? Well, meditation's been around for thousands of, year, thousands of years and that's garbage. It's just a way to take a nap without letting anybody know. <laughs> and, and I love... I love finding that sweet spot in between science, which I think that both of us have very scientific minds and also the unknown in the, the stuff that's beyond our comprehension. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that those lines aren't parallel. I think that at one point, if we manage to keep the, the planet alive long enough, mm. those two things will inter intersect. I really believe that. I think it only stands to reason that that's the case simply because as we move further in time, every explanation that science has had has explained something in religion. It can only go further, you know? Eventually, we may get to the point where we can define scientifically God. Uh, godly energy, God presence, something. Or maybe we just find out we're alone in the universe. We are those guys you hate. Be kind, or we'll kill you.
It's working. What are our levels like, Tyler? This whole episode, I'm just going to be a didgeridoo. Hi, Tyler, <laughs> and welcome to You're going to summon the rain. <laughs> just some guy named Joey. Tyler, welcome back from your kook shit, bro. How are you, player, player? I'm good, man. As my friends like to call it, I am back from the sex cult. Salt. I have been waiting five years for the orgy to start. I'm sure it will begin soon. Extra parking in the rear, Tyler. What's yes. up? So Tyler goes to a meditation uh, situation. Go uh, ahead and describe to the people what you're wasting your money on, Tyler. <laughs> and then well, uh, and then after that, after you're done, and just heads up, we're recording this Sunday night at 635. Usually we are, I'm in a bath by now on the Sunday. Hold on. <sighs> But I'll give you that one this week <laughs> because I fucked up and then you got there home was, late. There was no fuck up. It was. I forgot that we were. Sp- Nobody gives a shit about this. We are recording at a much different time. My energy level is non-existent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, we're ready to go. So tell us about your kook shit. And then when you're done, I'm going to give you a hilarious joke, Tyler. I can't wait. A hilarious joke. Especially said in this tone of voice. A hilarious <laughs> joke. I'm just going to power through this one with aggression and anger, Fantastic. Tyler. Okay. I wouldn't have it any Welcome other Welcome back way. from your kook shit. How was it? Appreciate it, buddy. Um, it was fantastic. I had a great time. It is, um, as you said, this thing that you're wasting your money on. Joke's on you. We pay in blood. Nicole asked me what it was. I, I, I responded that it is somewhat like group therapy. Is that fair? That's exactly what it group is. Therapy. So group therapy. That's what it is. You're over there. It's has meditative properties. Lots of meditation. Is there lots of meditation? Lots of med- we okay. wake up with meditation. What a waste of fucking money. This is so <laughs> stupid. This is why there is no economy, Tyler. That's why the that's what the voice in my head tells me. Well, you're always happier when you come back, and that annoys the shit out of me, man. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah. ID, whatever you're doing over there, shut it down. I got the FDA coming by. So Tyler, yeah. are you ready for a hilarious joke? I feel like even my voice sounds different right now. It my, does. It, it does. What's you're, going on? You're deep. You're serious. You keep sniffing into the I, mic. I, I want to be better. <laughs> But I don't want to put <laughs> effort in. I don't want to put effort into it. It actually, to be honest with you, yeah. it sounds exactly like you should be uh, over um, uh, doing a voiceover for a Dateline episode Fox right News. now. No, Dateline episode. So Trump walked into the room and he said, I have the best words. Are you ready, Tyler, for a joke? And we just lost our conservative ah, audience. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I don't care whether you buy Nikes or not. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Tell me I, your joke. I, hold on a second. Because... The deal is with this joke is that it's hilarious, Tyler. It is so good. Okay, here it goes. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. It's me. It's Ryan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you hear why that castle finally crumbled, Tyler? Did you hear why that castle finally crumbled down to the ground? Did you hear? I found out and I was shocked. I did not. It had palisades. It had it had palisades. You know what I'm saying? A I D E S. Right. Pal- Do you know what a palisade is? It's where they bury the the log into the ground with a sharpened end. It had palisades, Tyler. You know what I'm saying? I thought you were saying palace aids. I am. That's why it fell. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. gotcha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Uh, Tyler. The rest of the show isn't going to be that funny, so I hope that you can buoy me up. I hope that we can fix this. I'm sure we can do something with it. Or maybe you guys out there listening to us will just get a serious episode. 
Take my wife. He's working blue. Please. Tyler, I got to ask you a question that I could easily Google. Hmm. Is it illegal to eat while driving? Is it illegal to eat while driving? I pulled up next to a cop the other day and I'm eating like a like a oh. maniac and I'm wondering, am I doing something wrong here? Yeah, I mean it's at the very least it's heavily frowned upon, but um I don't know, probably not cuz I've seen people eating bowls of cereal in their car before sure, while driving. Sure, you sure. psychopaths. Sure, you want to use like a like a half and half. You want to use something with a little bit more viscosity. You go skim milk, you're in serious fucking trouble. Tyler, do you think <laughs> This is what we. I, this is what we got, dude. I did not know that that's the direction you were gonna take it. <laughs> the viscosity of the milk. You're saying. actually thinking out the strategy of eating cereal in a car. Am I wrong about what I'm saying? You the, nailed it. The thicker you the milk. It. I mean, the thicker the milk, the better the juice. Or, or what is it? How does that go? Something about the squeeze. That is it. Now, this is my question to you, Tyler. What do you think the best part of being? a cop is like if i were to ja- Power. just ask you oh and speaking of asking you right off the bat i asked you already if you had a douche of the week uh that was last week wasn't it no it gotcha. wasn't but I'm, right. I'm asking you now in the pregame you can right. usually come up with these things no, no problem rush. no problem and also i don't think that i told you this no, so no, please no, forgive no. me go on i am also going to be telling you the most pathetic thing I did this week Ooh. that I'm also proud of. Oh, okay. Okay, so roll that around. I'm sorry. I meant to send you that in the text, but I've just, I've got a real issue going on this last week, so. Hmm. Are we going to hear about it? Uh, I'll tell you very quickly right now. All that it is, is that like you and I were talking about, you are going through like what you talked about this weekend. You went through some really interesting stuff where you're opening yourself up. You're reaching new levels. And I know a lot of people don't, know what the fuck we're talking about it's it's learning to make yourself vulnerable at will and it's very scary it certainly is scary or or just the ability to face down that fear when it comes is that fair i don't wanna okay deal so my question to you is as i'm sitting here and i'm opening up all of these different pieces of my body which sounds crazy but your mental your your physical frame is actually hooked up to your mind literally it is releasing all of these different things and I'm going through, like you said, a lot of these fears that I've had my whole life. I'm getting to very deep places. Sure, sure. And it's just been, it's churned up a lot of stuff, you mm, know? Mm-hmm. And it's definitely headed in the right direction, but it's been pretty hard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this is what you got. Fair a sh- enough. A shell of who I used to be. Mm. What's the best part of being a cop, Tyler? Power. I said it already. Okay, power. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to I'm gonna give you a way that it could manifest itself in a very specific way that I bet you is quite nice. How about this? We live in Miami. People drive like dog shit, dog shit. If dog shit had hands, it would drive like people in Miami. When you're a cop, you are driving down the street and you are getting everybody's perfect driving. You're getting 10 and two. You're getting the, the speed limit. You're getting everybody just being respectful of your space. But is that a, is that a perk? Because when there's a cop behind me, I slow down to the literal mile per hour. But you also want to get out of his way. If he feels like speeding, you will not stop him. That's fair. You will get out of his way. And also people aren't swerving in front of you. If you're around a cop and you're like, what is going on with all these people driving like regular? Ah, yeah, there, there he is. is. Yep. I understand. That's fair. And all the all the awesome parking you get right up front. It's pregnant ladies, handicapped people, and cops. Now, if you're like Joe Swanson, you get two of those spots. You can just park <laughs> horizontally if you'd like to. 
Now, the last thing that I'm going to ask here on the pregame, and I, I'm going to ask you specifically that you don't fuck up a lot while talking so we can expedite this editing process. Yeah, you got it, buddy. <laughs> Check. I mean, chalk? Um, we all understand how things go viral now, yes? Yeah, tick, yeah. Tick. I mean, over the internet, TikTok is obviously the main sure. culprit these days. Sure, brainwashing people left and right, and we're paying for it. Up and down, actually. How did things go viral before the internet? I'm going to give you a, a question. Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, mm-hmm. Robin Laid an Egg. Did one person just come up with that and it, and it traversed the globe? We can review. That's a really good point because that goes back. But you could honestly That predates us. I mean, by far. But you could say that about anybody. Any song, you know? Ring Around the Rosie got really big back in the 1600s, I think. But with a lot of those, I bet you I could look back and find Ring Around the Rosie recorded. I bet you at one point, that was like the top of the Billboard 100. Ring Around the Rosie coming in at number one this week. You don't think so? In the 1600s? Workout banger, brother. <laughs> no, but I'm saying there was a point in time where Ring Around the Rosie wasn't some little kid song. I bet you there was a point where it was like music. Am I wrong? I would say you're wrong. I think it was always a kid's poem. We can review. You mm. sound like a dickhead because it's morbid and bleak. Mm. Like it, a, it is morbid and it's bleak. It's like a Tim Burton song. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. What's up with these rosies and why are we forming rings around them? So one person, a genius, might I say, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin laid an egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came up with that and just word of mouth, grassroots campaign, all of a sudden everybody's Batmaning it. I mean, the thing is, it was very much like that Pharrell song, Happy. It's so catchy. Sure. But once you hear it once, sure. you're never going to forget it. That's true. And they say, when it Bruce Wayne's, it pours, Tyler. I want to laugh, but I'm controlling <laughs> myself. <laughs> I hate it when you go to these fucking weekends. You come back a total douche. All right. Let's uh, give this a go. 